Welcome in to hear what a Rasa man says. That was Feel the Vibe by Kings and Comrades. I'm your host, Cody Young, and with me today is Natalie Pent. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Can't complain. True. Can't complain. Ish. What'd you do today? <laughs> Honestly, I just chilled. I cleaned the house. I listened to music, hung out with the kids, played with Kaya, and Dope. tried to take a nap. Didn't work, but you know. Really? <laughs> it was raining today. It's it's a perfect I like thought napping it was day. Gonna work. I was like, dude, the mood is right. The rain's going down. I'm just gonna lay on the couch. It's gonna be great. And yeah. I, my mind is just racing. Mm. Dang. I think I was just like thinking so much like anticipation about this podcast. I was just like, my mind was racing about. I was like, where's it going to go? Is it what's going to happen? This is such a good topic. Like, oh my yeah. gosh. I'm really excited to talk about this. <laughs> and so I, I just couldn't nap. I couldn't. Dang. That's a shame because <laughs> like today, like it's funny that this topic that we're talking about because I am like anxiety free, like. The, the type of weather is like the, the type of thing like that cures like everything and i'm just like finally like calm i've been calm all day oh my gosh look at that you literally have just jumped right into a perfect point so literally ladies and gentlemen today we are talking about anxiety social anxiety how to deal with it what are some ways that we can navigate through life with it where did it come from Yep. Is it good? Is it bad? You a little know? bit of both. And so when I was looking into anxiety, I looked deeper into social anxiety because I understand that anxiety itself is just a feeling worried and and just um always kind of like exposed almost like Yeah, like like your mind's racing a little too much and so you're like a little too it's more than just worrying, you know, it's like, it's like a level, yeah. And everybody has like a healthy amount of anxiety, you know, like, but some, some others like, like it could be like inherited anxiety. And if like other factors in their life, like it can like make it worse, you know, which like some people like me, I have, I get social anxiety because I've had like kind of like traumatic, like, stuff happen that kind of pushed it to, to make happen. it that way if that makes sense yeah I can't really no, talk well. <laughs> no it does make sense no because social anxiety when i looked it up it the definition was when you feel overwhelming worry and are self-conscious about pretty much everyday social situations you worry about people judging you you being embarrassed things of that sort that yeah. is what's classified as social anxiety and so it's very interesting that you said you know that it roots from drama because that's my first question is what are the roots you know i literally have written down right here is it spiritual disconnect is it peer pressure is it drama is it none of the above oh, gotcha so is, are you going to be like asking me questions? I mean, I, it's just more of an open discussion. I mean, I feel like we both have a good 
basis, okay. you probably have a lot more of it through personal experience. What are the roots for you? What do you think the root is for you? You said trauma. Trauma. What is that? Yeah. So I was actually doing a little bit of like my own research just to be fully prepared because that's kind of like one of my anxiety things. Like I I need to know what I'm saying and like what which direction I'm going. Like I can't be unprepared. Like that freaks me out. Um, but yeah, like there's just been different things in my life that I don't know. It's hard to explain. And, and that, I think this is anxiety. Yeah. And I, I love it. Like for <laughs> me, this isn't anything, but literally what needed to happen to show that it's a real thing that, mm -hmm. you know, you step up to the plate, fully prepared, fully ready, but this, anxiety comes in and just kind of it doesn't stop you it just slows you down yeah it like really in inhabits my my um train of thought like it like just kind of takes like, over yeah it's it kind of crazy though because when i was looking at it from another angle from the spiritual angle from like a faith religion standpoint they say that literally anxiety is like a sign that you know like you know you're on the fence or you need to make an important decision and slow down and think about it before you make it you know and so it's like it's like this flip of the coin is it us like you said at the beginning we all have a certain amount of healthy anxiety is that the healthy anxiety where we are able to slow down and say okay let me think about what i say first and then anxiety as a disorder is when we take it and we overthink we're stuck in thought yeah i guess that makes uh, like a little sense um but to answer your question like i feel like we straight off but like Tra traumatic events like I was doing my research and everything um so people who are prone to anxiety already like and have like trauma or traumatic events happen in their life it can like propel their anxiety into an anxiety disorder such as a uh, social anxiety that's what I was trying to say earlier um but as I, I was doing kind of like what I was trying to find out like is it like there's this just like level of worry and self-consciousness that we all have, but it can get perpetuated into deeper levels of anxiety. Yeah. For me, I just looked into social anxiety. You have told me, obviously, there's different levels, different types of anxieties, yeah. you know? So is that what you're saying? That like, it's not necessarily the anxiety, but it's how far you go with it that determines where it goes. Right. It's like the specific traumatic event like um can trigger a, a specific like anxiety in your life like um so as i was doing my research i came across one of these uh anxiety dis disorders it's called selective mutism um and i'm not self-diagnosing at all like no, no, i've never even heard of this yeah neither have i that's why like i found it interesting and that's why i want to like bring it up but um like I, I already know I have social anxiety. Yeah, whatever. Like I'm uncomfortable. 
like going to the grocery store and stuff. Um, but selective mutism is, it was defined as a consistent failure of children to speak in certain situations, such as school, um, and it can interfere with school work and social functioning. So that felt like it made a lot of sense. And like, it kind of like answered a lot of like, of, of the things of like, why couldn't I speak in that situation? Like, why was I just quiet? Like, why did I shut down? You know? Literally. Yeah. So. Do you mind if I phone in Brit? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I have a really interesting point based off that. I might have you repeat what you just said. Absolutely. All right. So. Phoning in Brit. Brittany Young. Hello. Hi, Brittany. Hey, Co. How's it going? It's going good. How you doing? Doing just fine. Thanks for giving me a call. Yeah, I just wanted to call because um, Natalie's here with me, and she was just telling me about this um, form of anxiety that I never heard about, and I think it's a very interesting point. If yeah. you want to share it again. Yeah. Hi, Brittany. Hey, Natalie. I'm so glad to hear from you. I'm really excited to hear about this um, this topic tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So like I was telling Cody, I was doing research before uh, coming on here and I was looking into anxiety disorders and I came across this one that was called selective mutism and it was defined as a consistent failure of children to speak in certain uh, situations such as school. Mm. Yeah. And it can interfere with school work and social functionings. So when wow, I came across okay. that, yeah, it, it literally like answered a lot of like questions for me and like a lot of like, like open-ended things. Like why did I not was, why was I able to speak in that situation or why did I shut down in that situation? You know? So and I find that really interesting because you know, me, I am a huge advocate against the current school system because of the amount of pressure it puts upon us. And so I feel like what this anxiety is stemming from and what it's found is that this is anxiety stemming straight from the school system and the pressure of it, maybe not just the pressure of the school, but the pressure of parents put on the school, the pressure of keeping up with appearances, fads, all oh, yeah. that. And, you know, I, I feel like this is like a breakthrough, you know, coming to this point. I totally agree. You know? And I believe that, honestly, it stems from the pressures that are put on us just situationally. And definitely schoolwork and, um, you know, the, the modern school system amplifies that extremely by just having extremely high standards for people um, with no reason. Yeah. I keep forgetting about that too because it's been so long since I've been in school. So, like, yeah, I haven't definitely. really considered that factor. Years, for sure. Yeah, literally, you don't even kind of think about the effects of school when you literally have <laughs> become an adult. You know, you just kind of look over the fact that school had such an impact on your life. You yeah. kind of are like, I made it out and so I'm good now, right? Right. You kind of block that whole part of your life out because now you're like looking forward and trying to 
set set your adulthood up and everything you know yeah literally but then you you start facing all these like issues and traumas from your from your past and like me i i forget like where it's really coming from and everything so this is good i like talking about this yeah i mean getting everything out (laughs) it needs to be talked about because 100% the only way to truly resolve anything or change your um, situation in life is by talking about it and confronting what you know bothers you or what really hasn't um, you know been the been what's serving you yeah I mean it's it's kind of crazy I know a lot of my like identity and thinking was shaped around just navigating through school life yeah yeah me too because i was heavily involved um in high school and in middle school too like um i was like in orchestra i did i did broadcast in high school so it's kind of i it's funny being back like doing back on the mic yeah pretty much (laughs) honestly if you go on youtube like you can find the videos of where I like anchored for my high school. I'm gonna look. Wow, (laughs) you were really involved. That's wonderful. It kind of shows like we get so involved in this this, this thing of school, but we don't even Mm -hmm. realize how it's literally what like what we're taking from it. Yeah, it's it's just like you're doing a schoolwork. It's like a school activity and it's for a grade. Like that's all you think about. You don't actually take the time to like enjoy the activity that you're doing and now everything becomes a grade now everything you do what am i gonna what's the grade on it right like what's my gpa gonna be it's gonna affect it you know what's my gpa on my work gonna be you know after all this you know it's like that's when it gets into adulthood and you don't even understand and then you look back and you're like wait i'm still doing thinking about like a teacher student relationship i'm a full-grown adult yeah i feel like that's maybe like also a a cause for like a lot of depression and like uh, young adults the different topic but no it is because we feel detached from our adulthood for sure that gpa and like the grading and and passing that with that score like that's all your worth is that number yeah a score that is almost impossible to achieve because yeah. we've all been in school we all know how much work how much time how much effort it takes to get that and at the end of the day it literally comes down to the amount of work you put in and your iq and if your iq is not high and you're not putting enough work then you're not there and it's like that's that's not everybody this is enough stupid. to drive anybody mad literally and that's why me as a person who found out at a young age that I had a very high IQ, I decided to not be the brainiac because mm. I didn't want it just to be all all school, all yeah, just like because I saw where that was getting people. Yeah, I hung out with older kids. I hung out with the older people, and I saw depression earlier. Mm. But yeah, and it did stem from social anxiety, a hundred percent. Oh you yeah. Know, what was the person going to think about me tomorrow at school? 
literally what, what any untreated anxiety will will perpetuate into depression like if it I, happens if for I'm me i'm wearing this is somebody gonna make fun of me and then i'm gonna feel so bad about myself that i'm just gonna yeah feel think oh, not yeah. good things it's like holy crap like what's going on i'm like getting like uh images flashback images of like memories that make a lot of sense like there's this one time i remember in, in high school i was a freshman and one day i wanted to wear a skirt to school because i like i liked it and it, the outfit like it was appropriate it was fingertip length and everything yeah. like nothing was wrong with it but when I, I walked into school wearing the skirt it literally felt like i was having a heart attack like it would i felt like everybody was staring at me and like like it was my mind was just playing like the all these scary scenarios and i was just freaking myself really? out yeah and i just ran to the bathroom and just changed like i brought a pair of pants with me specifically in case that happened yeah oh my god i mean i did i'm a freaking guy and i did the same thing i had multiple outfits i always had yeah. a backup outfit in my locker and then my gym locker carry deodorant with me because so deodorant. scared i had tied to go sticks <laughs> if i got a stain on me cologne like yeah. gum freaking whole nine anything dude. and everything that you could need to make a situation better always Literally. be prepared yeah that's i guess that's just the cure to anxiety is just always be prepared. prepared for me yeah i will try to prepare as best as i can like i try to like take notes for this podcast so i wouldn't like get nervous and everything but of course as soon nervous. as we started i got nervous and i so just couldn't form prepare. words because that's how i live my life to be honest how i live my life i don't prepare for anything i wrote this down like 30 minutes ago <laughs> i wrote this two days ago <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and i wrote like three four questions you know it's just like for me it's not like about prepping it's about yeah. just trusting that's gonna work as for me it becomes i feel a lot of times in my life i feel anxiety comes from spiritual disconnect i feel that when you're spiritually disconnected you, i can agree with that you feel a lot of anxiety because now you really are looking at what everyone's thinking saying feeling yeah. you're going along with you know the fads of society and everything and you're not so comfortable with yourself and whatever your faith and religion is you know the basis yeah. of almost all religion is just literally trust that god the source the omnipresent spirit in the skies are literally protecting you and that they guide you yeah you know pretty much and that at the end of the day if you trust that then it doesn't matter what everyone else is saying thinking or doing yeah i mean for me so i grew up in texas in mckinney specifically which is like an hour outside of dallas if anyone wants to know um but it was it's just a basic suburban like christian area like everyone went to church on sunday and did wednesday like uh school mm -hmm. sunday schools thing um or at least i thought <laughs> that's what everyone did but that's what i did that, um, yeah literally same that's 
That's what everybody did, but that was what just I was. That's what that's what you're led to believe. You know, that's that's the lifestyle that Mm -hmm. everyone goes to church and everyone believes in God and um, like kids go to go to school and they're involved in school and everything. Um, Perfect school life, mm -hmm. perfect church life, perfect family life, and everyone's got it. Yeah. yeah, and everybody's perfect, but we still go to church to recognize that. As I, I was the same. Church. I went to church every Sunday. I literally volunteered at the church. I mm-hmm. went every Wednesday. My brother. That's how we met. My brother was the oh. literal like, um, like um, what would you call it? Intern, youth pastor, intern. Yeah, youth pastor, intern. Oh, really? Went to Southeastern University. So Crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was very involved in that. Yeah, I mean, I tried my best to be involved in the church, but there was just always a disconnect, you know? Like, the the teenagers were always just in a different level, I felt like, than than me, and like spiritually, like financially, you know, with their family uh, status and everything. Um, And like, I just felt like, they were too basic is the only word I can think of to like for me to try to be their friends. So they like I didn't like really have the friends. perfect like American model. And it was like, damn, I don't fit in that box. No, I felt like I was I was too impure, I guess. Like like I was Literally. I was too sinful. Like I had like I wanted to go this like smoke weed and like try oh, stuff and like gosh, you know, so bad. dude. I used to pull up to the fucking church smoking weed, fucking <laughs> blaring Chief Keith. Didn't give a fuck. As that once I caught on to as an intern, was, as my well, my brother's an intern. Oh, he didn't like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad example. Yeah, or, but like, I mean, hey, what is the example? Yeah, what it's their example, and that's the that's the point. Yeah. Maybe that's what it all stems from, this fake example of life that we all have to achieve. Yeah, I definitely felt like I had, like, two different lives when I was, like, involved in church. Like, I felt like I had to be, it was like, like a good, Wednesday like, and Sunday, mm-hmm. and then there was, like, every other day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally how it was for me. I remember people, like, my house was the party house, but a lot of the people I went, like, hung out with, went to church and stuff mm-hmm. and their parents were like work worked at the church and so the only way that they could stay the night at my house is if we went to church on sunday so we'd be partying friday saturday Brittany knows this you know she would be there we'd be partying friday saturday and then we would all wake up freaking uh, sunday go to tonkin donuts get food literally make it to church late and just sneak into the back slide (laughs) into the back sleep and just be like oh yeah we made it to church yeah as long as you made it yeah yeah because (laughs) and that was the craziest thing to me it was like these people that are so hell-bent on god and sin at the end of the day all they cared about is if they clicked that number that you came in yeah yeah like they didn't it was care about like, what you were doing. It was like I literally missed the entire service. <laughs> right? Didn't hear a word. 
But you went to church on Sunday, so your sins are forgiven or whatever. Literally, I showed up to Sunday school. <laughs> yep. But yeah. Um, kind of funny. It's just it's funny. Crazy. It's funny when you kind of look and you kind of start seeing where these anxieties stem from. It's really deep. It's a whole yeah. kind of like system intertwined with one another of all this kind of school church yeah friends yeah the type like of friends everything it's in your family too like your Tr trauma just events of your life you know like literally everything you know yeah but managing it that's that's the best thing you can do there's not really like a cure what, for your anxiety there's no cure so what i have written down here what are the ways to navigate with well, for me, um, I've been journaling in, uh, what else? Um, I have this app, CoStar, no sponsorship or nothing. I have CoStar too, so I love, no yeah. sponsorship. Oh, I do too. Yeah, that's a good app. <laughs> um, but well, yeah. If they want to sponsor me, I'm, I'm I fine know, right? with that. <laughs> Just add them or tag them or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd read that sometimes just to see, um, sometimes it like give me a little insight. Um, I like to read it at the end of the day specifically just to see, like reflect and see if, it, if the, if the horoscope like kind of matched how my day went yeah. or whatever. Um, uh, what because oftentimes if you look at before then you're manifesting that your yes your mind is going to create those things yeah i'm i'm bad at doing that <laughs> yeah um oh breathing uh <laughs> breath that's yeah that's 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 like number one in the anywhere like, everywhere songbird spiritual yeah. community is just literally like mm -hmm. For me, I uh, practice yoga, and so a big part of that is working on your breath and controlling your just your breathing. And it's, that's one thing that has helped me um, overcome my anxiety mm -hmm. is just taking that time to go back to my center. So just taking that thirty minutes just to unwind and relax, and then I can honestly refer back to that feeling throughout the day, and it, it just it changes my perspective. So my day is is just realigned regardless of you know of, of what I do but that that oh, that ties in with breathing um and I also I used to journal too so I agree that that is, that is something that's really helpful and I'm glad that that's helped you too Natalie yeah for sure so but, yeah there you go two people that have you know anxiety and same answers yeah I, I actually used to do yoga too and yoga and I try to do yoga every now and then. I've been doing it a little more, um, but yeah, de yeah, definitely yoga. I try to use that breathing um, when I'm like out yeah. and about and like I start feeling overwhelmed and like I feel like it's starting to come on. Like I'll just like stop and close my eyes and try to breathe. How about music? How about that for you guys? Mm -hmm. I I use music to calm my anxiety. Like that's literally why I start every podcast with music because I have to like calm my nerves. Music definitely helps, but it's not the Rasta music that kind that really alleviates my anxiety. <laughs> 
it's more like a like Slipknot and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, it's music. Everybody has their different tastes. Yeah. Literally, I grew up with my freaking cousin. That's all he used to listen to. Yeah. The Slipknot and all sorts of. I, I could go on. Brittany, what music do you listen to? She's an EDM person. I really <laughs> prefer. Um, I like EDM music a lot, and I love reggae music. Um, yeah. Like before, I started listening to reggae. I listened to a lot of like 